Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Vacation starts with VA. One thing you'll love about your trip to Virginia is that you'll never have to settle for one thing. All that you love is all in one trip. Start yours at virginia.org. Spend my dollar. It's not about what you want. It's about what you're willing to do to get it. Run it again. Hello and welcome. I'm not going to, so quit asking. When you give me a hard time. For the listeners that didn't get to go. This is the payback. What you did last year really doesn't matter. Our goal is to have the kind of team that nobody wants to play. Hi. Hello and welcome to our spring 2023 editions of the Alabama Football Podcast. This is sort of a mini-series that we're doing leading up to uh, A-Day where we're covering sort of singular topics. Uh, Maybe it's questions, maybe it's predictions, maybe it's just things Man, I can't wait to watch and read about and learn about as the as the team uh, works through uh, spring drills. And so today we're going to talk about offensive line play, uh, and and you know particular the you know sort of predicting starters, if you will, and and uh, what the offensive line uh, is going to look like. And so it's only, we talk about this almost every spring and every fall. Uh, and so we're going to do it. We're going to do it again here. Offensive line play is an interesting, especially like what's today starting five versus tomorrow starting five versus, you know, the, and it, it can f- quickly feel like it's it's out of control. Like we don't have five because we keep shuffling it every day. Ah, oh, the, you know, the, uh, the sky is falling. And that's not true. Sometimes it is true. Uh, but it's, but generally it's not, generally it's not true, especially when we know that there's talent on the roster like Alabama has. Uh, what you're really trying to do is, is shuffle players across different positions and um, and see what sort of combinations and what rotations work. The simplified sort of coach speak uh, is we want to get our best five players on the field. And that's logical. It's reasonable. It sounds simple. It makes a lot of sense. But there's multiple levers that sort of confuse that singular, simple uh, objective. You want to get the five best players that play well together, uh, that are complementary, uh, in, in their skills. You want to get the five best players at the positions where they play the best. You can't have five. Now, I like Seth McLaughlin at center. I really do. I'm predicting that he starts. But you can't have an offensive line with five centers. You can't have an offensive line with five Seth McLaughlins. Uh, that's not going to be a successful offensive line. You can't have five guards uh, across the offensive line. Could you have five tackles? Eh, you know, maybe, but sometimes that road grader uh, guard is just what you need, and uh, his body type is going to be different uh, than than the others. And so you want, and, and so that can complicate, that can confuse uh, sort of the selections. So it's you know five best players that work together as a unit uh, at positions where they can be their best. Uh, and again, not always as simple as it sounds. Uh, plus, you're looking for backups and further shuffling, and so. If a tackle goes down, how do you handle that? Do you have a backup tackle uh, that is better than your backup guard if you were to move a guard over to tackle? And so which really is better? Uh, you know, the, the, the two deep at 
offensive line is not necessarily 10 players. You're too deep across the offensive line, might be seven. And so it's finding your best seven that are complementary in a way that you get your best five out there. And if someone has to come out, uh, injury or whatever, um, you're not just reading a depth chart, you're reading a replacement plan. And so it takes time. Those are two different things. And it takes time uh, to create sort of the replacement plan. And so you see a lot of shuffling. It looks discombobulated. And uh, there's typically an inflection point where the first few days, it's different names every day. And then you reach a point where you start to see a pattern. It's the same names, same names, same names. Then you realize maybe we're kind of honing in on something. So that's always a fun thing to watch. Uh, I like the reporters that are there every day and say, and they don't spend a lot of time with it, but they say, oh, by the way, it looked like the starting five was this. And so just look for those lines and sort of track those through. Uh, so, you know, that'll be fun. Uh, again, we talked about the, that's the day-to-day reporting. It can be confusing. It can be frustrating. But watch it over time and see uh, see how it plays out. And then sort of anchor with what you know. If we see Seth McLaughlin at guard uh, one day in practice, don't say we've moved him to guard because that's not true. Uh, we're experimenting with something. Maybe is he in a rotation or something? Or are we just trying to get snaps to Dalkert? Uh, but, uh, or, or, you know, what are we doing? And so anchor to what you know uh, as, as well. And so uh, with that, I'm going to run through um, who I think the starters are uh, for a day. And I honestly think these are probably the starters for, uh, for fall, but I'm going to, I'm going to talk about just a couple sort of lever points, uh, who the competitions at the individual positions are, uh, and maybe some of the lever points, because I think we'll get to see that through, uh, the reports and in, in spring, uh, practice. And, uh, and so it'll be fun to watch. Uh, so if we go across left tackle, uh, left guard center, right guard, right tackle, I think the starting lineup, if we were to Pencil it in, sort of writing in. Who's the starting lineup? Uh, left tackle, J.C. Latham. Uh, left guard, uh, Caden Proctor. Center, Seth McLaughlin. Right guard, Tyler Booker. Uh, and then right tackle, uh, Elijah Pritchard. Now, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, let's start with center, and then we'll sort of explode out to the other positions. Seth McLaughlin is the center. Uh, we predicted that he should have started the beginning of last season. He came on so strong back in the 20 season. Yeah. Uh, back in the 20 season. And so I think he's the hands down uh, starter uh, coming into 23. Alabama doesn't have a lot of depth at center. And so there will be competition with Darian Dalcourt. Darian Dalcourt will also be given because he started the season last year and and has played uh, significant reps at the center position. And so he will, there will be blending. Today it might be Seth, tomorrow it might be Darian. Uh, today it might be Seth. Next day it might be Darian. And so there's going to be some some rotation there. Um, and Darian may rotate some at guard because he, is he good enough to start at Alabama? He is. Uh, if he can't win at center, can he compete at a guard position? He may well be able to. And so we may see uh, some lineups or some play where they're both in there. Now, when it comes to A-Day, they're both starting centers. Uh, one's going to start for one squad, one's going to start for the other. And uh, and so you also say Darian's going to get a lot of practice time because we can't go into A day with, you know, one guard ready to play or one center ready to play and, and one not. So we're going to see a lot of rotation uh, across those two, and then we'll see how it shapes up with the Crimson and White squads. The guard positions, I think, are are really interesting uh, to see how they play out. Now, I've got Caden Proctor starting at left guard, and I've got uh, Tyler Booker starting at right guard. If you want to flip those, that's fine. I don't, I don't care. Uh, I think it's going to be those two guys starting in the fall. 
uh, at the guard positions. But watch out for Terrence Ferguson and uh, Jaden Roberts, two big fellas, uh, road grader styles, I think more so Ferguson, but they have an opportunity to compete uh, for one of those guard positions uh, as well. And so that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Now let's talk about the tackle positions. And I think there's really going to be three players uh, potentially starting or, or competing for the, the tackle spots. Uh, J.C. Latham, I think, moves from right to left. And I think Elijah Pritchard takes the right uh, tackle position. I think Caden Proctor gets reps at both tackle positions. And so this could be building uh, again, this could go back to, is he really competing to start at one of those positions or is he competing to be the swing tackle in an injury situation? Because maybe we can bring in, uh, if Caden's a starter at left guard, it's easier to bring in Terrence Ferguson to play at left guard and move Caden to one of the tackle positions than it is to move in the, the, the backup tackle um, that's, you know, that's not Caden, who might end up being like the third or fourth tackle. Uh, depending upon how we, we structure the roster. In other words, we may have more guard types than we have tackle types, and Caden truly is a tackle type, but as a true freshman on campus, he may play guard. That's a pattern that Alabama and under Coach Saban has, has deployed. Uh, Jonah Williams, take uh, take Jonah Williams, and, um, uh, and Alex Leatherwood are two really good examples. J.C. Latham uh, played a little bit at guard before he came in and, and played tackle. So we've seen – that dynamic. And so that's why I, th- I say maybe Caden at the, at the guard position. Now, here's going to be an interesting thing uh, to watch. If we take a big step back, Caden Proctor really, for my money, is a leading indicator. Proctor, I think, is the canary in the coal mine. Now, he's a true freshman. We said that he was going to contribute. He was going to make a splash in spring drills, and he absolutely will. But he's a little bit of sort of the, the canary in the coal mine. If Caden Proctor can't make the starting lineup, that probably says more about the talent that Alabama has on the field than it does Caden. Uh, than it says anything about Caden Proctor. Um, it means the youngsters that haven't played, the Terrence Ferguson's, the uh, Jaden uh, uh, Roberts, the Elijah Pritchard, that they are more ready to play than maybe we think as, fa- as fans. And and uh, and so if Caden has a hard time finding the field. That's not negative. That's not a knock on on Caden. That wouldn't be my first go-to. Now, people are right. Oh, he must be a bust. Well, no, no, no. That's called bullshit. Uh, What that would mean is there's more talent ahead of him. He's having a hard time sort of breaking through. The other end of the spectrum is also true. If it's like, damn, Caden's the day one guy at left tackle, and no one can unseat him, well, then that might mean that he's athletically superior to everyone. It could also mean like, oh, shit, there may not be depth. There may be, uh, there may still be issues across the Alabama uh, offensive line. So, I, I, you know, f- for me, he's the canary in the coal mine. Where does he line up? Now, if he lines up at a guard position, uh, left or right, uh, opposite Tyler Booker, and and he is beat out of Ferguson or, or Roberts for a guard position, that probably sounds about right uh, for the number one high school. Off, uh, offensive tackle, left tackle uh, in in the recruiting cycle. That actually sounds about right. So we'll see uh, we'll see how that plays out. But if he's beat out, uh, or he seems aggressively promoted, those those things will will have messages. So that'll be interesting uh, to see. Again, we'll see all the reporting, uh, all the different sort of line uh, uh, connect or you know 
shuffling of of the the roster and then when we get into when we get to a day or maybe the second half of spring that should really start to solidify itself we should sort of know who the top five are and uh, hopefully it's pretty close to, to what we got here so we'll see how that plays out all right if you're going to a day just reach out to us uh you've heard us talk about uh the opportunities uh we've got a travel squad going and we'd love to shake as many hands uh as possible so uh if you're going hey reach out to us and let us know we'd like to uh, sort of catch up with you. With that, this has been another edition of the Alabama Football Podcast, Roll Tide. Thanks for listening to the Alabama Football Podcast. We love that you're tuned in and hope that you enjoyed the show. We encourage you to reach out and let us know what you like, where we can improve, or just to shout out a Roll Tide. We are where you are. iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, email newsletters, t-shirts, free roster downloads, and of course, on the web at alabamafootballpodcast.com. Check us out where you'll find easy links to your favorite way to follow the tie. Got that, Coach? Of course. Roll Tide. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.